Hello, everyone. Hello. It's been a while. And I realize I haven't been doing the intros. Welcome to Lift Podcast, where we explore how people live in faith today. I guess because the previous ones have been all have been diffed, so mm. I oh, forgot to right. do the intro. The clap that. intro is what you're talking about? Or? We're just we're retiring that, you know? Oh, no more claps. It's a, it's a new season of life. <laughs> we're moving on. Okay, no more clapping. <laughs> <laughs> so today's topic from the title, if you have guessed, good job. We were talking about quarter life crisis. <laughs> Woohoo. 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 So for context, um, I'm 26, turning 27 in February. Mm-hmm. Evelyn, you are also... I am also 26, turning 27 in January. Oh, I thought close. your birthday was in February. It's in January. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just turned 27. Mm. Woo! Okay, so, <laughs> so we're... 26 is still mid-20s, right? Mm-hmm. I think 27 is... I've, I've, late I've embraced the um the late label. Mm. <laughs> Wait, late Lizzie, 20s. can I can I ask? I think we asked you at your birthday brunch, but like, do you feel a difference between twenty six and twenty seven? I do. Well, it's a mentality shift. Mm. Like, I don't think it's I physically barely any different, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's starting to click. You know, a little bit. Mm-hmm. What's starting to click? Yeah. Um. So, I guess for me, like. I'm the type of person who like time is not linear. Like mm. I'll experience time very drastically different depending on what's happening in my life. So like, for example, on a minuscule scale, like sometimes I'll sleep through the entire day and like, it'll like go by like so fast, you know, or like sometimes like if I'm waiting on something and I'm like checking my email and refreshing it every two seconds, then the day will t- take like 50 hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I think when it comes to things, I'm usually late to realize that things have happened. Like, oh crap, I'm 25. I thought last time I checked, I was 19. (laughs) You know, like that happens to me a lot where like I'll like get into a zone and then forget that life is like kind of, I'm afraid that life will pass me by. Mm. But like at 27, I'm like trying to not do that, right? So I'm like, okay, Lizzie, you are 27. Like you're not 30. You're not 21. You're you're 27. (laughs) And like, just try to like, you know, savor that slash also understand what that means, which is hard because it means like so many different things for so many people. Like I know someone who's my age who has a kid Mm. (laughs) and I know like like, I'm not even dating. So like, you know how the phases are so different for everyone, but I'm starting to understand what it means for me. So do you feel like, like, like at 27 now like you feel the desire to be more present and like just like enjoy yeah. and savor your age right now yes mm. okay yes like kind of like yeah savor the moment yeah. yeah um what you just mentioned too was um like that is such a real experience like where, when you said everyone every like all of our peers like people who are our age or like give or take a couple years like they're in such different life stages like your 20s are wild because yeah. like some people are married and they have babies already. Right. Some people are still in school. Like some people are still living with your parent with their right. parents. Some people have already moved out. Like mm-hmm. it's like so like it's like so turbulent in that way cuz like when you're in like high school and college, like you're all this in the same like like you're all like the same. Like you're all mm-hmm. going to school, taking classes, like living at home. Right. But then once you graduate, like people people's pace is so different. So 
it's like so much easier to like compare yourself because everyone mm. is so different but yeah you can feel like you're like falling behind right, quote, right. Uh, yeah like these people are ahead because they're married these mm-hmm. people ahead because they have a kid whatever and some people like have like the privilege to be able to like do certain things and like already like they already have like the support um that they need to get to a certain level where whether it be like financially or like career-wise so like i feel like um once you graduate and like you're in your mid like earlier mid-20s or whatever like you see like the privilege come out more in different people which is not a bad thing you know what Mm -hmm. i mean but like you just like see how oh they had a head start because their family or like you you Mm know Mm -hmm. yeah whereas for me it was like oh my god like I have like no like okay I I'm I'm like thankful and like I acknowledge that like I have so much privilege compared to other people that I know but at the same time like I I do feel I did feel like so behind starting out Mm. um as like children of immigrants and like coming out of like a lower income household so yeah yeah I feel like everyone can relate to the feeling behind thing. Like it's just mm-hmm. a comparison game all the time, especially with social media. Like yeah. you see what people are doing all the time. Mm-hmm. I like when I was job searching, I would like look on LinkedIn all the time. And honestly, being on LinkedIn was like giving me anxiety. Yeah. I was like, this person has already like been in their job like a year or two years and they got a job at this really fancy design consultancy. And what am I doing? Um, I don't know. Quitting and going to China. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Yeah. yeah also it's like depending on what career field you're in you advance so much quicker mm-hmm. um, or like whatever company you work for they can like advance you so much quicker than like other companies so it's like mm-hmm. i don't know it's like so easy to compare but like you really can't because yeah. everyone is in such different yeah. places that like yeah. you just really can't compare yourself to other people yeah you can't yeah but yeah i think i was so like I was the one who suggested this topic because I've been going kind of through a quarter life crisis um, and like comparing myself. Cause like, I think that in my head, like for some reason, like I think last year or like two years ago, I was like, okay, by age 27, I want this and this salary and job title. And like, I want to be doing X, Y, and Z like at work. Mm. I just like, I don't know why I like had this timeline for myself, which is like totally arbitrary and like made up. Like, it's not like it was imposed on me by anyone else. It was literally just, like, me. When did you set that? Like, how old were you? I set that goal. Like, I wrote on my whiteboard last... I remember last year, I wrote on my whiteboard, like, um, I want this job title and this salary by... Only a year ago? Yeah, by 2022. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, That is high pressure. (laughs) And it's weird because, like, I think this is where, like the whole like manifesting thing comes into play like like I think back then like my TikTok feed was a lot of like because that's like so popular in culture right now like manifesting and like yeah yeah like like attracting like what you want and like having the right mindset and blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. um which I think is actually like it's it's true and like it it, it's like right but like I'm still trying to navigate that in the Christian context you know Mm -hmm. so yeah, come back to me on that. <laughs> but uh, what I was trying to say, what I was trying to say was that like I created this timeline for myself and like I put this pressure on myself to like make this happen by a certain age. Mm. Um, and it's it's like because the past couple months, like 
um, I felt like I was doing what I could to make it happen, but things were just things out of my control were slowing the process down. Mm-hmm. That's when I started to like really compare myself and like get in my head and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had like a crisis moment where I was like, and even when the, like within this whole process, I was considering like, oh my God, like what do I want to do with my future? Like mm. what career path? Because right now, like um, my role at my company, it's kind of like kind of broad, like um, all encompassing. Like I do a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. but like I was like, oh, like, should I be more specialized in one particular area? Like, and so because of that, I was, and then I was like, oh, like it's been a while since like, you know, I've had a promotion, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, what direction am I going in? Like, am I actively, like, trying to move my career along? Um, and how long have you been at the company, just for our listeners? Yeah, almost four years. Well, that's why, yeah, yeah. that's the context. But, um, like, I had, like, a moment where I was like, okay, I want to advance, but I don't know where I want to, in what direction I want to advance, because I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. And so I found that, like, the hardest part about, being in your mid twenties is like trying to figure out what you actually want to do. Mm-hmm. Cause once you figure out what you actually want to do, it's pretty easy. You can like easily find, take the steps to get there. Even if it's like, even if it's a lot of work, you know that like, you know the work that you have to do. Right. And like, you just have to take the steps. Um, but when you don't know what you want to do, you, f- you feel kind of frozen and you're unable to even like take steps. Cause you don't know what you want to do. Right. So like, but like a year ago, you said you like had set a specific goal for yourself to have a certain job title or. Yeah. Okay. But so did that. Okay. So that the reason that came into play was because I set that as my goal. But then this year I was reflecting. I was like, do I actually want that? Mm. Yeah. What, what made you question it? It was so for context, like I studied um, film and video production mm-hmm. in college And so I always thought that that was going to be like my career path. So like, I'm very like, I'm very like intentional when it comes to like making decisions. And like, I like to, like, I think I'm a very like linear type of person where like, I need things to like make sense. And I want to follow like a clear path, like from A to B and like, um, quote unquote, like waste as little time possible or like, um, but life just doesn't work that way. And I had this idea that like, okay, I want my career path to be linear. That's why like I studied this and then I got my job in a related field and like I want to keep pursuing this to get to that like whatever like video producer role. Mm-hmm. Um, but then recently like, like I think I realized that like every time I would have to go on video shoots, I would dread it so much. Mm. It's weird because like um, I think I'm like good at what I do but like weeks leading up to shoot days or like the day before or like the day of, like I'm always so stressed by it. Maybe also though, it might be because like a lot of the times when I go on these shoots, like I'm the one who has to do everything. So because of that burden, that's why I am dreading it. Mm. I, w- I do wonder if I was part of like a creative team and like the burdens were like, like the job tasks were like divvied up. Mm-hmm. I would, it would be much more enjoyable, but but yeah, I don't know. Like I, th- I feel like my previous experiences um, in those situations like just put like a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to like shoot days, mm. which is like so crucial, crucial for being a video producer, right? <laughs> and so that that had me questioning everything, mm. and I was like, just trying to, and like also like when you're in your mid twenties, like you get to like know yourself more, so you get to know what you like and dislike, 
as it applies to work too and like like how your personality comes into play with your job role and tasks right so i've realized like i'm definitely an introvert like when i have to because when you're on video shoots like you have you need to be socializing mm. a lot of the time like you need to be like and good at multitasking like which i'm <laughs> i'm really not good at <laughs> as we um, saw earlier <laughs> as i was making matcha and lizzie was asking me questions and i couldn't answer because i was whisking matcha <laughs> um and so that made me like the crisis part came in because i was like i had been on this like linear path this whole time mm. but am i like if I were to like take another path, would I just be like wasting all the time that like I had put in to get uh, to where yeah. I am right now? And like, I, I just felt like I would be starting from scratch. But what like really helped me was this idea that like, like I'm still so young. Like I heard this quote somewhere on TikTok where they said like, if you're 26, like let's say your adult year, like quote unquote, adult years start at age 20. If you're 26, that means you're only six years old in adult years. Yeah. And, I, and then when I heard that, I was like, oh, wow, I'm still so young. I'm only six. Yeah. I'm baby. <laughs> so, you are baby. So I was like, wow, like, I'm still so young and I have my whole life ahead of me to like, mm. like find a career and like, and, and like work and do things that I actually enjoy doing. So mm-hmm. even if it was like, um like three years that i worked in this field like that's nothing compared that's like a fraction of a fraction of of my entire life so um and also like i forgot there's like this like it's like a business term where it doesn't make sense to keep pursuing something if like you need to cut your losses at some point and like just just start from there and then and then go in the direction that you actually want to go and will actually make you happy right because it's like if you're unhappy then like why would you keep doing it just like cut your losses yeah but also at the same time sorry i'm like <laughs> going on at the same time though it's not a waste of time yeah because like you had to do that to know you didn't want exactly. to do it exactly like, thank you <laughs> you're welcome exactly yeah exactly because like everything that you've been through even if you think that it's not related or like you're doing like a career switch it's still related like it still helps you build skills that you need and like it makes you who you are when you pursue that next job Mm -hmm. so it's not there's no such thing as waste of time i think yeah yeah i feel like anyone who's like really successful has like those years of grinding or like those years of struggling through yeah you need to work through right like i just read i just read um simu leo's memoir uh we were dreamers and he like literally like went into corporate finance for a year and like flamed out like he was like Mm -hmm. trying so hard to like meet certain standards that his parents had for him and like etc etc and like it just did not work out yeah. right uh, but now like look at him now like he's pursuing his passion and like doing great work as an actor and as a like representation of the asian american community so like i feel like the more you struggle like the more rewarding it is when you like achieve what you're what you like mm-hmm. actually want right yeah like when you said like you need to go through things to actually find out what you want like that is yeah so real yeah 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 and like i think we're told at like a young age that like trial and error is like not really a thing like i i feel like people even the way that college is designed is like you declare a major Mm. and for some reason it's like once you declare you can't go back (laughs) but it's like 
I feel like no one told me that like that wasn't true. Like yeah. everyone <laughs> just acted like that's just the way it was. Yeah. And so then like the fact that like I'm in a career field that like I didn't know existed all throughout college. Like I had mm. never heard the term occupational therapy during college. And the fact that like I was going to just like pivot, like if if you told like sophomore year Lizzie that I would like flip out. I'd be like, <laughs> what? Like, I'm, not, I, I'm not in college right now. So that I could just like, just leave everything behind and do whatever I want afterwards. But that's kind of what happened. So it's like, it is allowed. It, it is okay to yeah. like trial it out and be like, actually, you don't like this. Actually, you do like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, you're really good at this. Like, did you like, I think the twenties mm-hmm. are really beautiful for that reason where you figure out like what you enjoy but you also start getting good at things. Because, mm. like, I think in college, like, I don't think we were really good at things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then, like, now that we've been doing it, we're, like, six years old, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, huh, like, I, I have I have skills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're not, like, in any area. They're in specific areas now. So it's, like, right. you're starting to, like, hone in. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I think about that, like, how, like, you are supposed to declare the trajectory of your life at 18 years old. Right. And I'm like, that is insane. Your like, brain's not even fully developed. Yeah, like, it's far from being fully developed. Like, how are you supposed to know that when you're yeah. a literal baby? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's kind yeah. of ridiculous. I think, because, so when I was talking with, like, my supervisor, like, she was asking me, like, what's your end, like, career path? And then mm-hmm. we can, like, backtrack from there to figure out, like, um, how to get you there. Mm-hmm. And then I was like... Obviously, that was like, oh, yeah, like, that makes sense. Because, like, that's what we've been told our whole life uh, since, like, elementary school. But, like, that, like, I was like, how am I supposed to know what I want to do? Mm. Like, in at the end, like, what, like, like that I'm working towards? Like, I don't know. I, that's, like, such a myth. Yeah. Like, you can't. Because, okay, here's another quote. Okay. <laughs> life, life is a, is a river. Mm-hmm. You can't see the end. In fact, the end doesn't even exist. Like, the future doesn't exist. And so just get to the next bend, like the, the mm-hmm. next bend that you can see, just mm-hmm. zigzag your way through life and then you'll eventually get to the end. Mm-hmm. So it's like in the moment, like figure out what you want to do in that moment or like like right up next and then just keep like pivoting from there eventually and then eventually you get to the end. Because like there's no end goal, like the future doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> And that's all, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Period. So, so circling back to your crisis, though, Susie, uh, you were telling us earlier, like that you're feeling better about it, right? So, like you kind of have seen the next bend, and you're like working toward that. Yeah. So, okay. So, during my crisis, I was like, oh my god, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? And I find that in transition moments like that, I draw. I feel much more drawn to God like mm-hmm. because um you know like I don't want to admit that like um but it's okay there's no shame in that like I was gonna say like I only go I only turn to God when I need him but I'm gonna release myself of that shame okay? mm. <laughs> it's pretty human right it's pretty human yeah. yeah like I feel guilty that like I don't turn to him when I as much as I would like to when I don't need him but mm-hmm. God God still loves me he, he does <laughs> but um so I was like turning to God because I remember like um a moment I had like I had moments like this and like when I was graduating high school trying to find my major and then like the next like what college I would go to and then also like when I graduated college and I was trying to find my first job like it was like the same feeling that I had um but something I realized this time was 
I feel like this is so, I was so, I was like, wow, this is so profound. <laughs> like patting myself on the back. But it's probably not. But, um, okay, ready? Yeah. Another quote. Okay. From, from, from myself, from Susie. <laughs> okay, listen. If you don't know what you want to do, what you actually want is to talk to God. Susie Lee. <laughs> no. 2022. <laughs> because I was like, I was like, oh my, I was in, I was so in my head about like, what do I want to do mm-hmm. about with my career? Do I want to go this way? Do I want to go that way? Do I want to take a third way? That's not even those two options. Like mm-hmm. I was so lost and confused. And then I realized that's not actually what I want. What I want is not those three options. What I actually want is to just talk to God. Mm-hmm. And then I felt so much better. <laughs> so good i love that and then after that realization god like i i don't want to say that like um oh like once you just go to god like that's the solution and like he'll immediately like show you the answer and like solve problems for you um because i don't want to portray god as like just some a being that you just like use to get what you want mm-hmm. but like after i prayed that the next couple of days or like following week like he provided so much clarity for me mm. and like now things are like moving along mm-hmm. um in like a in like one direction one direction <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah so Wait, next can you mm-hmm. like explain that more so like i think this is also something that i've struggled with mm-hmm. like in terms of mm, like not knowing what you want or not having a clear sense of direction and then you go to God Mm -hmm. and it's a weird dynamic where it's like you're going to God because he's God and you have a personal relationship with him but you're also going to him because he has answers and it's like God I have zero clue what's going on Mm -hmm. like help me um so like yeah like how what would you say was going on in your mind when you're like going to God because there's like a little Mm -hmm. bit of both right right so I think in the past when I would go to God I would I would go to God saying God I don't know what I want God, are you leading me this way? Are you leading me that way? But then what I mean by I just want to talk to God was literally just, I just wanted to talk. Like, I just wanted to like be with him. Like, mm-hmm. like not even talk about and like not even ask him for answers, mm. but just like, you know, like when you just like, when you're just like, when you, when you just chat with a friend, like, or just like enjoying someone's company and presence. Like, even if you're not talking about, your future and like even if you're not planning things with that person like if you just genuinely enjoy their company like you just feel so at peace you know oh wait that's so beautiful so that's what it was i I was like i was so stressed out but then i didn't even go to god asking for answers i was really just like oh god like you're my friend and like you're here for me Mm -hmm. um and like that was that provided so much peace and like i after that i was like like I didn't care about my career path and options, mm. you know, as much. And mm. I wasn't as worried about it. Yeah. Was an element of that, like also like, um, trusting him with whatever yes. direction. Yeah. I feel like I've experienced that too, where I'm like all in my head about something and then I'll like pray about it. And like, um, I will often like write down my prayers and like even like as I'm writing I'm like oh I just like feel better like mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. um, and it's like a, a matter of like yeah not necessarily asking for a specific thing mm-hmm. or like for him to tell you exactly what you should do 
but to just like totally put it into his hands. Mm -hmm. Like if it works out, then it works out. And God is like directing you into that um, door. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. And he didn't want you to go go through that door. Mm -hmm. I feel like I recently have been also thinking a lot about how like God will close the door if it's not meant for you. Um, and like just trusting that he will do that, mm-hmm. um, instead of like just ah, yeah. <laughs> so many doors, like he'll close the ones you're not meant to go through. Right. And it takes time and patience because right. I think the hardest part of, about situations like this is like the waiting period where like, mm-hmm. you know, nothing's happening and you're yeah. in this like waiting period of like yeah. waiting for the, the, like the decision, like, because it's like when doors close, like at least you get like the confirmation that like, oh, that wasn't the door. Yeah. But like when you're like waiting, that's mm. that you feel like that period is so, it takes so long. And like, that's when you, f- or I, personally, I feel like I feel the absence of God the most. Um, but I, so during this time that I was going through, like I read, I listened to the sermon, um, this Timothy Keller sermon on YouTube, or you probably can't find it anywhere, but like it's called, your plans, God's plans, mm-hmm. or God's plans, your plans, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, a quote, something that he says in the sermon is, um, never ever think that God's not working, no matter how much it seems like he's absent. But also, never ever think that you'll be able to figure out what he's up to, because God works, not obviously, but he always works. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that reminds me like, like the idea that like like God is not a tame God. It's not like we can like label him and be like, oh my gosh, this is how God works. Like I've cracked the system. <laughs> it's like, no, like he's clearly like bigger and like more complex than we thought. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I struggle with this because I'm like, if God were physically in front of me, I think it would make a little bit more sense that like, I can't read your mind. But for some reason, because he's, like, written about in books and because mm. he's, like, in music, he, I'm, like, oh, I just need to, like, know him better. Like, I'm just going to study him and then I will crack it and I'll know. But I'm, like, no, like, God is, that's not how it works. Like, he's a person. Like, like we, we, like, get to know him, right, like, yeah. as a person. And, like, mm. that takes time. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's, like, in the sermon, like, he also says, like, um, when you think that he's not working, like when you just feel like his absence, like that's, that's an absolute lie. Like he's mm. always working, even when things are not moving or things are like, like stuck or like, um, nothing's happening. Like you're still in the midst of God's guidance. Mm-hmm. Like God is yeah. still guiding you during that time. And, and then I was reading this other, like one of Tim Keller's devotionals, um, on Proverbs and one of the, on one of the days it said, um, it's not about how God guides. It's about who God guides. And so who does God guide? God guides the wise people, mm-hmm. like the wise in his word. And so that was like, cause it's like oftentimes when we go to God or personally for me, like I'm always like, God, like I need you to tell me, like, I want you to tell me what to do, like mm-hmm. guide me and like in the right direction. But like, it's not about like getting those answers from God and like asking him to provide direction in that way. But it's about like who you are as a child of God that Mm. like, it's about who he guides, not how he guides. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like waiting for that to click. I'm like, Mm -hmm. who he guides. Yeah. 
simmer on that mm. let that simmer <laughs> it's simmering <laughs> bubbles yeah okay so um so that was a little bit about my career quarter life crisis mm. um but it, it as a part of like mid-20s quarter life crisis like there's always like there's relationships are also a big part of that um lizzie do you have any thoughts on that yes <laughs> <laughs> so many um yeah so for when when we were preparing for this like um like Susie said she would feel the the crisis the most in the career realm and um I said that I feel it most in my relationships um and I don't know I feel like I'm still in the thick of it so I'm like still trying to figure out like how I think of things because there's like like, you know, you, you have more clarity in hindsight where you're like, okay, let me yeah. explain what I went through. Mm. But then like, because I'm going through it now, like I just like have no clue like how to, how to <laughs> describe or even like commentate on it. But I guess to explain, <laughs> um, I think I've told you guys this before. I think there's something like there's so much about entering my mid to late 20s that is has been like, awesome and then there are certain parts of it that I'm like oh my gosh like I don't like this um and so I think with getting older we start to like have better bearings in like what we want and what we don't want right so like something I love about my mid to late 20s is like I'm getting better at saying no Mm. and like when I feel like someone is asking more of me than I have the capacity to do I'm like I can just no hard feelings, tell them, I don't have the capacity for what you're asking me to do. Yeah. Um, and that mm. feels amazing. Oh, yes. Yeah, it just feels so good. <laughs> so good. We love boundaries. So yeah, good. like I have so many memories of like college where like I was like, like so socially burned, mm-hmm. but like for some reason, like I couldn't leave the social like setting. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I gotta stay. Yeah. Like I, I have so much FOMO, and like, oh, yeah. like I, if I miss out, what if there's like a really deep conversation that happens in the next <laughs> ten minutes? And that's what you're that. missing. Out on. Yeah, that's, that's your that's definition a, of a party of a yeah, late Friday night. That is such a Lizzie thing. A to deep say. conversation. <laughs> what if someone just spills their guts in the next fifteen minutes, oh. and I left before that happened? <laughs> that was me in college and like I feel like just so much time and effort was spent in areas that I now could not care less like I would be like no I'm out of here um and like yeah like literally yeah a couple weeks ago my brother had some people over and it was like a bunch of mutual friends and so I was hanging out with them it hit 11 and I was like all right peace (laughs) love that for you yeah I love that they all like looked at me funny because because they were like Oh, you go to bed really early, Lizzie. And like, I guess I was eleven like, yeah, is not I'm early. This is kind of past my bedtime yeah. already. <laughs> Usually, I'm like getting ready for bed at like ten. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I love mid to late twenties because of that. Um. Something that I hate. Okay, time for the 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 not great part. Um. I I guess I feel like I am losing my social support system, mm. and I don't know, like. 
that statement in and of itself feels so selfish because like I'm not even saying like oh I'm drifting from my friends it, it just feels like the the ground beneath me is falling mm. and you don't know it until it starts happening right so for example like my parents they'll always tell me like you don't even know what you have right now and it's because it's like health for example mm. you know like my mom her joints hurt like all the time mm. and so like the fact that my joints don't hurt is <laughs> like pretty amazing but I would never think of that that just doesn't cross my mind ever mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like I feel that way about like my early 20s and before where like I never felt like I had a like a holy whole h-o-l-e <laughs> holy mm-hmm. um support system but now that I'm like starting to see holes in it I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> and I think there are a couple reasons like I think one is Like I said, I'm going to bed at 11. My friends are doing the same thing. Like no one's having like, you know, that means less intimacy in a sense where Mm. I'm like, I feel like I am objectively spending less time with friends. Um, I think another thing is like other priorities, like um, a lot of people are entering into more like domestic bliss, like stable relationships. And I think that's a really good thing. But that also means that... um, yeah, certain friends have like kind of like exited the picture, mm. not because of any specific conflict, but because they have like other stuff on their mind. Um, yeah, so dot, dot, dot. I don't know. <laughs> That's where we are. <laughs> How does that make you feel like that your support system has gaps? Oh my gosh, it makes me feel so fragile. Oh. Like I feel like back in the day, like if a friend hurt me, I would just like fall back on other friends. Mm. But like that is decreasing. Like mm. the, wow, it literally sounds like polygamy where it's like, <laughs> yeah. like if someone upsets you, oh, just go to the other friend, mm. <laughs> which I don't think is a great way to handle friendships. <laughs> but I think it's something that I do. Um, that's why I would, I would tell people, I'm like, I could never have one roommate because what happens when we're both angry at each other? <laughs> like, where's the third roommate yeah. <laughs> that you can run away to? Um, mm. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, I feel fragile. Mm. Yeah, definitely fragile. Question mark. <laughs> well, you also said something about, like, you felt like you're being selfish by, like, yeah, why do you feel selfish? It's not that I want these people. It's almost like I'm fragile. I need these people. Mm. It's actually mm. what, like, Clint was talking about on Sunday, like, at our church. Um, like, Jesus doesn't need you. Imagine how difficult that would be if Jesus needed you. He wants you. Like, mm. that's different. Um, so that's why I'm, like, using that same logic, like, I would want my friends to want me, not need me. Mm. Um, Yeah, and that's why I feel selfish when I say, oh, crap, like, (laughs) I need a social support system. I don't don't think it's necessarily, like, bad to admit that you need people, though. Yeah, because I think it is, like, human need. Yeah, like, I would say everyone needs it. Yeah. But I also think that when people come to me with, like, this need like it throws me off, you know? Mm. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I can live up to your d- need for a social support system. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So I don't know what a dilemma. Mm. And I really like what you said though, Susie about like, mm, when you don't know what to do, mm-hmm. like that, that's significant. Like that's not just random because that's how I feel right now where I'm like, I feel like I don't know what to do. Mm. Like, do I seek out more friends even though I don't want them? I just, I need them. Mm. <laughs> or like, um, 
or do I just stand put because I'm just like oh I'm not in a good headspace to make friends so I'm just gonna like wait it out um yeah so I think there's something there where I'm like I think God is trying to tell me something Mm. and maybe I'll know in hindsight (laughs) but in the moment I do not feel like I know what he's trying to say Mm. yeah do you feel okay so what do you feel like you're dependent on friends for or relationships for like emotional support yeah emotional support Mm. um I think just a sense of comfort Mm. because yeah like they don't necessarily have to be doing something for me like emotionally or like giving me things I I think it's just like I want to know that these people have my back and I have their back Mm. even if nothing's happening Mm. (laughs) yeah right and like I think so in college just as an example I think I had a lot of people where I could just go to their place and chill for as long as I wanted and Mm. leave whenever I want. Given my introversion, it was never that long. But the fact that I could stay as long as I wanted was like, Mm. that was enough where I was like, wow, this is a safe space. Like I, like we have each other's back. Like we're comfortable here. But I think since college, um, that pool has shrunk to a point where I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, they, they all moved away, basically. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, eh, like, who can I, who can I just, like, mm. go to and be like, mm. oh, you don't need to do anything for me. I don't need to do anything for you, but I'm, like, just, like, enjoying your presence, mm. kind of. Like, we are enjoying each other's company. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't require anything in particular. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, like, thinking about your statement about how, like, someone coming to you and being, like, I need you or like whatever is like off-putting or like scary and I almost feel like that's because like why is it so off-putting I think because of like some expectations but also because like society has like bred in us that like vulnerability is scary and we shouldn't do it right like it's like weak yeah it's like weak like you come off as weak if you need someone and I actually think that's pretty toxic (laughs) like like when you you're being your bravest when you express your vulnerability and like vulnerability is like what breeds like deep intimacy and like empathy and relationship Mm -hmm. and so like I think it is very scary to like for put that like take the first step but then like it's so rewarding if it works out you know what I mean I mean if it doesn't it's kind of awful but (laughs) but like the reward that you reap is so rich Mm. if you are willing to put yourself out there so I don't know and also like this the idea that like you're like should I seek more friends um I don't want them, but I need them. But I'm like, like but like, isn't that, yeah, like, (laughs) like, but you, we talked about this. I remember you being like, that's really weird. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's both like, right. If you need them, you want them. It's the same. Well, not necessarily the same, but like, you know what I mean? Okay. So I think that I know what you mean, Lizzie. Mm -hmm. Um, when you say, you feel like you need that like support because I think that um like when when I wasn't in a relationship I felt that need because I wasn't getting my like like a lot of my needs met by being single or and like even like through friends almost because I feel like my my like social circle has also like dwindled a little bit with when you have a partner like it's kind of like they're always there and like 
like what we talked about before like they're just like a constant source of like mm. of like pouring in but when you're it's like harder to have that when like amongst like your platonic friends especially when that pool like when people move away and things mm-hmm. like that so and it's not necessarily like a friendship issue but just like a relational like social issue i think yeah and i don't think it's like bad to be like i need to pursue things to fulfill my needs like everyone has needs Mm -hmm. i think maybe the danger is like if you're seeking just bodies for people to give things to you and you're not willing to give back to them which i don't think you're in necessarily that headspace i literally was like oh that's very possible (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know like okay maybe i am also harsh on myself as well because like i tend to only pick at like the negative and i'm like oh my Mm. gosh i'm a horrible person because i just want to like what you were saying about like not giving back like i think i i do that where Mm. i'm like oh this is fun until it's not Mm. (laughs) and like i don't want to do that but i i notice those tendencies in me and i'm like oh you know what like Let's not even bother. Like, it's just too much. Uh, Um, Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to do that. I want to like, yeah, I do. I I like what you were saying. Like, um, it is worth it. If it, in the case of it not being devastating, it is right. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think if you like pour into the right people, you'll also want to give back to them. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it won't feel like you're, expending tons of emotional energy on someone if you're like good friends with them and have like developed a good bond and a good relationship Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah yeah i feel like for me personally like i think i'm so i'm a type two and so it's kind of interesting because i feel like my reason for friendships kind of dwindling is because I felt like I was giving so much to my friends, but I was never receiving mm. in return. Mm. And so because of that, I just got like really burnt out. And so I just stopped wanting to hang hang out with people. Mm. Oh, that's such a, it, it makes sense. Yeah. In, in, in context of your type two-ness. Yeah. Mm. I also mm-hmm. think that that's a very um, early to late 20s transition like it's very appropriate because mm. like freshman year of college we made like what 100 friends yeah. like literally zero barrier to entry mm. and then like the next semester we were like ah that's this is unsustainable <laughs> like mm. we need to actually make friends that we like like and mm-hmm. they like us back and i think that has it makes sense that like you are realizing oh like these people there this is not a mutual relationship yeah. and I think that, yeah, I, I've noticed that in myself too, where I'm like, I'm more selective in a sense when I make friends. Cause like, I can kind of see it coming where I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't think this person is um going to care if I reach out or not. <laughs> <laughs> like they're probably not even going to notice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to also ask you, like when you mentioned like you miss just being able to like hit someone up and go to their place and just like, just like be there and like not feel like you're impeding on anyone or whatever like do you think that has to do with maybe your love language too like quality time and like that not being a language that a lot of your other friends speak also i think the quality time language has um evolved like as we get older 
And I think the clearest example of this is probably when you start having kids, it's like it hits 8 p.m. Like, oh, I'm out of here. Like, yeah. I need to put the kids to bed kind of mm. thing. So it's like, yeah, the the concept of time has changed, right? Mm. Where it's like, yeah, we don't all live on one campus either anymore. Mm. So it's not like you can just hit up your friend and be like, hey, can I sleep on your couch? Yeah. Like that things are changing naturally. But I also wish that maybe there was more of that. And mm. this is a shout out to... Uh, <laughs> Abe and Suzette uh, at our Aww. church. But I think they actually somehow have modeled that still, like where it's yeah. like come and leave as you wish. Yes. And like, I don't think that's everyone's calling. Like it, I would die if I did that. Yeah. Like, I don't think I have the capacity, but like the fact that they're able to do that, I'm like, this is so precious. Like yeah. I, you probably have no idea how, pre- like how much this means to me. Like totally. I'll like tell yeah. them sometimes yeah. and I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> space, space. It really yeah, so like, it's like nice. Yeah, I feel like Avon Suzette, like you have no idea like how much the space and like love that you guys provide like touches like a struggling like yeah. 20s. Uh, they are yeah. so generous yeah. like with everything. Yeah, their yeah, home and their, their time. And, yeah. Their food, Seriously. literally everything. Right, right. Avon Suzette, we love you guys. <laughs> Seriously, they're yeah, they're like our other parents they really are (laughs) they're like the mom and dad of the church they really are yeah Uh, yeah i think that creation of space safe spaces though i think that is so precious like whether it be like a physical like actual apartment or house or whatever Mm. but like or like just being in the presence of people Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah so maybe it's not necessarily like the lack of friends but the lack of safe spaces that are available to us as we get older. Lizzie's nodding. So. Lizzie is nodding. Bigger is nodding. Oh my gosh. Mm. Yeah, I. Hmm. I am trying to. Like, why? Like, I. I don't know what it is about getting older, but. Mm. Um, like when we're younger. Mm-hmm. I feel like every space was a safe space. Like there was. That's because we weren't wounded. <laughs> I think that's actually really yeah. true. I was gonna say because yeah. like the older we get, the more jaded people. Yeah, are. like you yes. ha- you carry more scars yeah. as For you get sure. older. Like we're yeah. so careful now. Yeah, and like I, I think part of it is good, and the other part of it is like. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Has this conversation like helped you make any conclusions about what you want to do about your crumbling support system? <laughs> oh my gosh! Not that it has I don't to. Know. Not, not, not that, that it has to, but yet. like, have yeah. any great? <laughs> um, do you feel like you have more clarity? Yeah, I, I have like a next step. Like, I don't mm. know where it's going, but like, I think next step is like, like Susie, back to what you said about like, um, like going to God, because mm-hmm. I think okay, I. I go to God with these problems, but I go wanting answers. Right, I'm right. like, God, like, tell me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, I don't know, like, it hasn't worked. Like, I always go to him being like, oh, like, what the heck is happening? Like, just like, tell, like, f- explain what's going on in my life. Because I don't understand <laughs> it. Um, but then, like, I want to go to him and just be like, you know what? 
Save space. <laughs> I don't need anything. I, I don't need the answers from you right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just going to chill here. Yeah. And leave when I want to. Yes. And I'll come back when mm. I want to. Oh, I love that. And I'll leave when I want to. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to practice that more. Yeah. It's kind of like, as you were saying that, I think I have a visual in my head that kind of explains like that quote more. So let's say that like you have a broken toy and you go to God and you're like, God, like this is broken and your attention, but your attention is still on the toy. Yeah. Mm. But what I mean by, uh, it's not about like when you don't know what you want. Okay. Let's say, let's say, let's say it's this. Okay. (laughs) You have, you have, um, two, you have a Kit Kat and a Snickers and you go to God and you're like, God, like which one should I choose? Like, which one do I want? Like, tell me the answer. Like, which one do I want? Mm. But your attention is still on the candy bars. But what God wants is actually, like, put the candy bars down for a second and look at me. Yeah. And, mm. like, I want, like, let's, let's, let's hug, you know? Like, let's, I want your attention on me and, like, our attention on each other mm. rather than on the candy bars. Yeah. Or the broken toy. Yeah. Because eventually God does want to give you answers and the fix that toy for you or, like, tell you which candy bar to eat. But or or make it so that you can eat both Mm -hmm. or, you know, but it's only like I'm not saying that this is like this is the method of how God works, because I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, in my experience, it's been when I just go to God and like put my my attention on him rather than the problem, which is hard. But like that's when I feel like I feel that sense of peace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like God like really wants that for you, like to have community, to have a support system. Like he desires good for you. And like he like I do feel like he will give it to you. Like it it may take some time and it might be rough. But like I think if you're seeking after him and seeking after good community that will like support you, like I think that he will give it to you. Yes. Um. So I think this was this quote is also from one of when the Proverbs devotional by Tim Keller, but I wrote this down. Um, the most basic wisdom is to trust the character of God who has suffered and died in Jesus Christ for you and who will not withhold anything necessary for your ultimate joy. Yeah. So Can it's you like repeat that. Yeah. The most basic wisdom is to trust the character of God who has suffered and died in Jesus Christ for you and who will not withhold anything necessary for your ultimate joy. Mm-hmm. So like it's, it's in God's character to love you and like want you to have the ultimate joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like how it's phrased as like, that's wisdom. Mm-hmm. Like, the ultimate wisdom. Yeah. Because i think like okay so like for you enneagram folks out there like i'm a type four Mm. but i have a strong wing five Mm. and like fives for context like they're like the knowledge is power people Mm. where they're like oh the more i know the more everything will be better in life um so i think i i end up doing that a lot where i'm like oh like if only i knew or like if only i had wisdom or if only like yeah, then everything would be fine. And that's like such a weird definition of wisdom mm. because 
the wisdom is accepting that you don't know right yeah, yeah the like, wisdom part yeah. it, the, the noun of that quote was trust the most right. basic wisdom is to trust which God. means you're extending this like certainty where you don't know right mm. yeah so that takes so much like unlearning because like mm. I feel like everything in me is like that's not true <laughs> like my natural state would be to like try to figure it out myself mm. you know um mm. yeah we took a bathroom break and we're back <laughs> um so uh I Lizzie and I just shared our, about our quarter life crisis but Evelyn like you <laughs> how, so how are you doing how are your mid-20s going <laughs> I'm, I'm doing good. I don't think that, like, I was thinking about this episode and, like, trying to think of a crisis. And honestly, I don't really think I'm in crisis for right you. now. <laughs> Love that for you. Yeah. Um, there's, like, some transition stuff that's happening, um, but I'm not, like, super stressed about it. Um, and I think I've said this before, but I do feel like my mid-20s has has also been, like, a thriving time in my Mm. life. Like, I feel like life has, like, consistently just, like, gotten better and better as I've grown older. That is very true. Um, And I think this past year or over the past few years, I've been, like, thinking more about, like, what life is really about, which (laughs) sounds so cliche, but, like, I've been reading some books by Brene Brown, who, like, is a great research professor and talks uh, a lot about, like, relationships, emotions, feelings. Um, And so I've just, like, realized, like, I just think about this more and more, how about, about, like, how what really matters in this life Mm. um like relationships (laughs) um your friends your family um so I'm just trying to like live into that and I feel like it gives like such purpose and meaning to life that's beautiful Um, (laughs) yeah and I there's a song that's been stuck in my head the past couple days it's called um beautiful life by the collection and the chorus goes like I'm walking slowly. I'm taking my time. All our lack of talking is starting to rhyme. Um, I'm letting go of lonely. I'm letting go of strife. I can't, I just can't get enough of this beautiful life. Wow. Um, And then it's just like, just been like running through my mind. Like, just like, wow, this life is so beautiful. Like, (laughs) there's like so many good things in it. And I'm like trying to like hold on to like the joys, like little things, like things that are not even like super exciting but like i don't know flowers the sun shining today um like people laughing at a dumb joke i made like Mm. (laughs) just really small things that like i'm like oh i just gotta like soak it in like yeah yeah i love that yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know if that's really an answer it's not very exciting like i'm just like yeah i'm kind of just enjoying life (laughs) yeah no yeah i I like that energy. Like, not to say that I'm, like, perfectly put together and happy all the time, because that's definitely not true. Mm. But I do feel like this season in my life has been, like, generally good. Like, since maybe, like, 2020, like, Mm. I've, like, um, done a lot of, like, thinking and working on myself and going to therapy and, like, Mm. just all that. And, like, it's been, like, pretty consistent, like, stable, like, mental health and, Mm. like, things like that. So, so... If you were to give advice to someone, um, because you're in a place of like really thriving and like gratitude and stuff, like what would be your wisdom that you would 
you would impart to someone else like maybe going through quarter life crisis or, <laughs> or just like a like a fellow mid-20s um sister or brother um i think the main thing is just like the stuff that i was saying earlier about like what actually matters in life mm. it's like connecting mm-hmm. with other people mm-hmm. and being known and loved mm. And so, like, if you, and that also aligns with what, like, Jesus says in the Bible, like, what is the whole law is summed up in, like, the one command to love God and to love others. Mm. Uh, and I'm like, that feels like an anchor point for, like, everything else that I do and think and mm-hmm. want to achieve in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of just, like, shifts my whole perspective on, like, everything. Mm. <laughs> and, like, I've been hearing that commandment my entire life, right? But, like, suddenly it's, like, clicking. <laughs> mm-hmm. um and i think that like it sounds very simple but it's actually very complex and very difficult it takes like so much work to like know how to love god well and to know that you are loved by god and then to love others well mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and also be loved by them well <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just uh there's a, it's, like so much there mm-hmm. so um yeah that's my advice. Just like think about what's really important. Is your job that important? Well, not so right. much, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, you are so Evelyn the Wise. <laughs> I don't know about yeah. that, but I just I'm just doing my best here, guys. Yeah. Definitely fail, and like also if it sucks in your life right now, it'll get better. I promise. It really will. Yeah, like I feel like when you're in the dark valleys like it feels like there's no end in sight but usually like there's a mountain just around the river bend (laughs) (laughs) that was good so poetic Uh, to uh, tie things back to Susie's analogy yes and Pocahontas (laughs) (laughs) yeah you've poked my heart with that joke yeah (laughs) wait what I don't know don't listen to me don't listen to me you poked my heart okay so on that note like what are some things that you guys are looking forward to in your 30s so many things like like i I, like i said like i feel like life just continuously gets better as i'm older and i'm like wow it'll just keep getting getting better better. i was saying um before this episode that like i hear that like a woman in her 30s is like in her most powerful form the prime yeah and like I feel like in our 20s, like we've been talking, like it's kind of turbulent. Like yeah. you kind of have a lot of things happening. You often encounter these types of crises. Like you don't know exactly what you want. But then in your 30s, you're like hitting your stride. Like you know yeah. what you want. Um, you and like you just more. cruising. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that just sounds so good to me. That's amazing. <laughs> I can't wait till I'm 30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. And yeah. that's great because I feel like people like, freak out about getting older but really you should just embrace it i'm so excited to get older yeah yeah Yeah. i love that Mm -hmm. lizzie you've been saying yeah yeah, you've been consuming the 30s content tell us your content went wisdom yeah um i mean same same things i guess like i'm looking forward to being more certain about things like i think we're we're seeing we're already experiencing it you know Mm -hmm. like we're we're better at saying no. We're better at drawing boundaries. We're better at seeking the things we like mm. versus like realizing 
oh, actually, I don't like doing this thing, <laughs> um, which is all good to know, like good to explore and find out. Um, let's see. Yeah, no, I, I wrote down some like hopes and dreams for my 30s. Tell us. Um, wow. So, oh, so many thoughts are in my brain right now that like I don't know how to disseminate them. Okay. Um, so I know earlier today I was like, I'm not 21, I'm not 30, I'm 27. Mm. <laughs> but I feel like part of me wants to live as if I'm 30. <laughs> because... Um, so have you guys watched About Time? It's like a I romance have, but life movie. I've, mm. I forgot okay, the plot. So one of the like life lessons that they talk about is like, um, so the main character time travels. That's like a whole premise. And at the end of the movie, he realizes he doesn't want to time travel anymore because he lives every day as if he's time traveled back to that specific day because he wanted it. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, we live our days like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen tomorrow? Like, oh my gosh, I have to prepare for this thing and then I have mm-hmm. to do this thing. Um, and that's kind of how my, I feel like my 20s are flying by is like, I can't believe I'm 27. Like, it, it's just going too fast. Um, but if I somehow visualize like, like let's say for a, mo- a moment, I imagine I'm 30 then 27 is so precious all of a sudden. Mm. Like all of a sudden, I am so glad I'm 27. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like even the naivete and like the 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 mistakes, I'm like, look at me, mm. being all young and 27. <laughs> like, you know, like I think it puts things into perspective of like, let's say like, obviously I don't know what's gonna happen in the future, but like Chicago is such a transition city that I'm like, maybe three, five years from now, like we're not all in the same city. So like this moment sitting here with you guys Mm. suddenly becomes so precious. Like, Mm. (laughs) yeah, cause like we, one day maybe this will be really hard. Like maybe we would have to like plan a freaking trip to be in the same room together, you know? So like, this is so nice, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that's, I guess, hopes and dreams for 30. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I can start to see a trajectory in my life. Like, I'm starting to hone in on, like, what I'm good at, what I'm bad at, what I want. Um, I wrote down, like, like, imagining 30-year-old Lizzie as a boss lady. Mm. I'm like, boss, 30-year-old Lizzie, probably has, like, stronger faith than I do now. (laughs) (laughs) She probably... um, handles conflict better like she actually will address it instead Mm. of running away Mm. she's financially conscious Mm. (laughs) she has like a morning routine and a night routine (laughs) love it love that um (laughs) and like so i did this like like quick calculation because i've been like meditating more recently and Mm. it's real quick like i it's like an eight minute night meditation um but i realized if i do that every day for a week, that's an hour of meditation. Mm. Isn't that insane? Mm-hmm. And then if I add that up, like imagine like a year from now, I'll be like, I meditated for, I don't know, three weeks. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, like it's kind of like the the tiny habits that build up. So I yeah, I just thought of like the habits I want. Like I wanna make sure I'm like mm, doing doing like the practicing God's presence thing of Mm. like, okay, I'm just going to sit with God and it doesn't have to be long, but it builds. Mm. And then, Mm. um, things like, mm, I think in the career realm, I'm starting, I'm kind of in a place where I'm like, 
I am interested in 50 things. Yeah. Somebody narrow it down for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm realizing that like, I could do 50 things that I can do. I can do any of the 50 things, but God has like somehow opened like specific settings for me to explore whatever that happens to be on my plate. And like that somehow grows my passion for it even further. So like, for example, there was this one lady who like showed up to one of my in-person labs, like Mm -hmm. at school. And like, this is such a, like, like a God thing (laughs) because we have weekly labs. It's like, because of COVID, it's not like we go in person every day. Like we, I've like never met some of my professors and like, um, this lady just happened to be at my lab, like proctoring and like, um, like leading our little small group. And she was like, Oh, like, what are you up to these days? And what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> and, then, and then I told her, I was like, I need to figure it out. And then she was like, you can come to my clinic and figure it out if you want. And I was like, what? Like, you don't know me, but like she, just the fact that like doors open and like, I didn't do anything to, to open that door. Yeah. But like, that was like last spring. And like, I am currently at that clinic figuring out oh, what wow. I want to do. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so like, I thought she was joking, but like, she actually like kept her word. And so, wow. yeah. And then like, I don't know where I'm going with this. Basically, like I can sense like a thread mm. and I want the thread to, to grow stronger, yeah. you know? And mm. I think 30 year old Lizzie will, will have a stronger thread and it'll just get stronger and stronger. Mm. And we will, we'll be able to like grow those gifts, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that is super exciting. I am ready. That sounds so beautiful and like an amazing future for you, Lizzie. I'm excited <laughs> yeah, for you. I'm so excited for you. Oh. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, so good. Nice. And Lizzie just got licensed oh, as yeah, an occupational is. therapist. Lizzie. She just passed her exam. Say congratulations to her when you see her next. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Lizzie, your future is so bright. It's blinding. Ev- and Evelyn, your, your future is so bright. And like, I can just picture like the strong, beautiful women you guys are on track oh to becoming because like oh you gosh, guys are already to that you. Way, so. your turn your turn share about oh your hopes and dreams what do you think your 30s will look like i think it's the same as what you guys said like just being more like secure in myself like secure in like who i am and also like my my like surroundings just like stability um and i don't know like i like i'm looking forward to like like, I, if you guys, like, listen to the earlier episodes, like, I really thought I was going to be single for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, but, like, since getting into a relationship, like, I think I'm looking forward to, like, starting a family and, like, mm. you know, which I never thought I would be excited about. But, like, mm. um, yeah, just seeing how, like, that goes and, like, growing with my partner and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's that's something I'm looking forward to. Mm, cute. Mm. <laughs> that is lovely. So cute. Yeah. Well, uh on that note, um, do you guys have anything else to say? Do you guys have any advice for like younger, like when I think about this, I'm like, what advice would I give to my younger self? But Mm. also like, you know, like to any younger twenties or even before Mm. like 19, 20, 21, who knows? Like, do you have any, um, insight or advice or things you would tell them? One, I think general advice, I think I have a lot of advice when it comes to different 
scenarios but like a most like the most like general one that i know to be true is literally what you said evelyn mm-hmm. it gets better like yeah like it gets that's, so much better that's kind of what i would say I too like you know how people are always like uh, like teachers are always like oh like high school is the time of your life like you're so young you have no worries blah 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 or like college is the time of your life it's time to live it up like yeah this is like you're gonna this is like the most like um enjoyable like carefree moment of your life yeah that is false <laughs> that is a lie like it gets so much I better agree. life gets yeah. so much better yeah. so you have you guys have like so much to look forward oh, to yeah. mm. and like i think when you're younger like you have more like i don't know maybe it's just me like i had more like depressive like moments mm-hmm. and when you're in like that moment it's easy to think that the re- that's what the rest of your life is going to look like and because you have a lot of those moments, like you often have that thought, but that's not true. Like it gets so much better. Mm. Yeah. I feel like I would say the same thing. And also that like, like an awareness of how little, you know, yeah. like mm. I, I feel like, like when you're young, you're like super adaptable, which is really beautiful. Like, I think as you get older, like you kind of like figure out certain things and you're more set in your ways and like, we can sometimes look at like our parents and be like frustrated by mm. things that they do or say, but like this adaptability in our younger years is like, I'm like, yeah, like seek after the things that you don't know and like, let it just like soak into you. I feel like the, the, not just like actual knowledge of like whatever, like how the world works, but just like relational and social knowledge and all these types of things. Like, there's so much to learn. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my advice. And yeah. to be aware of like how much is in store for you. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice, Lizzie? Mm. I think if I could tell 20-year-old Lizzie anything, I would probably just tell her to like stop worrying. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it didn't pay off. Like yeah. for some reason, like I thought worry was productive you know yeah Cause like to some extent it is like stress motivates you like mm. you gotta finish this final paper like the stress mm. <laughs> moves you forward mm. but like i i think like a lot of my stress was literally like <laughs> purposeless because <laughs> like for example for the longest time i was asking myself like will I be, will I do a clinical psych program or a counseling psych program? Literally, you're not going to do either of those. So <laughs> stop asking yourself the pros and cons. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and like, I guess the thing is, you don't know it in the moment. So like, I wouldn't blame my younger self. Um, but I, when people would say things like, Lizzie, it's all going to work out. I'd be like, shut up. <laughs> That's so annoying. But it's kind of true. Like, it kind of is. It is. Yeah, so like, I... I, I think I would tell myself to stop worrying. Mm. Um, yeah. And then also, um, I like what you guys said about like things getting better. I think it really does. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, she says actually like every decade seems to get better. She's like, I like this decade better than the last one. And I was like, wow, that's, that's really nice. I love that. Yeah. Cause people don't really talk about that or think yeah, that way usually. Yeah. Um, I also would say go, um, get therapy. I am mm, serious. Yes. I am so serious. Um, like the longest time, like I, I was like, hey, should I do it? Should I not? Haha. <laughs> like I don't think I need this. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's not. It's almost like not a question of whether you need it or not. It's it's like, do you want to put the effort in and mm. and get rewards? Mm. Like. 
Cause it's like working out. Like, yeah. you know, like, oh, do I need to work out? <laughs> like, who is, is yes. what about like, whether you want to invest in it or not? Right. So like, I've been seeing fruit that comes from being in therapy and I'm like, yeah, this is good. This, mm. this is good. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Let's go again. Even though it's, it's like painful. <laughs> mm, love it. Yeah, it is good. So, yeah. Yes. That's great advice, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you both for being here today. You're Thank so welcome. You Thank you guys for listening. Um, as always, you can, if you guys have any thoughts or questions or just things you want to talk about, like if you if you want to lean on someone, you can always email us at podcastlift at gmail.com or just slide into one of our DMs. We have an email? We do have an email. <laughs> Oh, guess what? And also, since the last podcast, we are now on Apple Podcasts. Woo-hoo! Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So exciting. She's been doing some work. Oh, wow. Okay. So like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. We love you. Can't wait to see y'all at church. <laughs> I love y'all. Our, fa- our faithful, faithful church, church listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to beloved mm-hmm. members. Okay. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.